0: Good evening, wonderful people, saints of God. Welcome to another wonderful day. So we're going to have our study devotion and we'll be reading from the book of John. We'll be reading from John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. And before we start this wonderful study devotion, I would like us to start with a prayer. Why do we start with a prayer? Because we welcome the Holy Spirit, who is the one that brings understanding revelation, enlightenment, and and helps us to focus on God. So, saints, let's start with a prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, we magnify and exalt you. We worship and adore you because of your faithfulness and your kindness and your goodness. Thank you for the grace that you've given us to see this day. Thank you for your mercies that are new every morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, as you are about to enter into your word and study your word, Father, we ask for your Holy Spirit to come and take full control. Help us to open our minds and our hearts to receive from you heavenly father as i speak lord i speak not of my own but father i speak as a vessel that you use lord let it not be me that speak but father let it be you that speak it so that your children all over wherever they may be may hear from you may know that you care and love them father have your way, precious holy spirit in jesus name we pray amen So today, as I said, we'll be starting from the book of John, John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. For some of you who do not know, maybe the Bible, John is in the New Testament. And we'll be going through the New Testament for now. And I would love to emphasize, or I like emphasizing that, even though we're taking this specific scripture, does not mean that we're just going to stand on it. It is important to read the whole chapter. So when you have your time, when you have your quiet time, take you some tea or some coffee, and go out in a quiet place and read the whole of John chapter 14. But I will go back and touch some points so that we, we people can have an idea of what we're talking about. So in John chapter 14, it was the day before Jesus was crucified, and he was telling his disciples not to be afraid not to be troubled because of what is coming ahead he was telling them that they should have faith in god despite of everything that is happening around them despite of the fact that uh, he was going to be crucified peter was going to deny him and uh, three times he was trying in other words to comfort them by telling them to stand firm in the word of god to stand firm and trust in god so in other words Jesus telling his disciples, but for us now, in this time that we're in, in this time and age that we live in, there's so many things that could bring trouble and anxiety and fear. If we look around at this point of time that we're in, the pandemic that just can shake the whole earth. And the whole world is kind of in standstill because there are no jobs. People are dying. There are no hospitals. There are no nurses, not much equipment is there for the people to be taken care of. Uh, people have lost their homes people have lost their loved ones there are people who are sick people don't have jobs they cannot pay their rent they cannot pay their mortgage there's so many things that could bring one to anxiety and fear and trouble but we as christians we as children of the lord we should know that we have a living god we have a god that is great and mighty we have a god that knows everything because he says i am the beginning from the end I am the first and the last. There is nothing that we are facing at this time and season and point in life that the Father does not know. So, in other words, Christ was telling his disciples to not fear, to not be troubled, but to keep their mind, keep their their faith in him, in the Father who is in heaven, because he's going ahead to prepare a place for them. He says he's going ahead to prepare a mansion, a place where there's mansion or many rooms. In every, every, um, there different, um, names in the NIV says room in i think um new king james says mansion he's going ahead to prepare a place that they will be not they will not face all these troubles and fears so he was telling them they should not fear and another thing he said if you continue in verse 6 he talks about that i am the way the truth and the light no one comes to the father except through me so in other words jesus is trying to tell them that for a man to come to god you have to come to the first of all realizing accepting that jesus is the way to the father because of his sacrifice because of his death he made it possible for you and me for all of us to come to know who god is through jesus christ we got the revelation of the father because he said if you see me you see the father so in other words because of the pro- there were prophecies that were made before and all these prophets came to pass by through christ jesus and through him we have um we have the grace, we have the way open for us to come to the Father, just as we were. In the Old Testament, they had a lot of things that they had to do, and sacrifice they had to make, and things that they had to do. But thank God that He sacrificed His only Son, Jesus Christ, to come and die for us. So, at first we see that He told us we should not be feared, we should not be afraid, we should not fear, because who sits on the throne? The Father sits on the throne. And there's a scripture that says in Isaiah 26, 3, he said he keeps him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him so what is the key what is the remedy the remedy and the key to not be in trouble to not fear to not let the things of this world trouble us when everything seems to be loved when everything seems to shatter all around us what do we do as christians as children of god we put our trust in god we fix our minds on him we read the word of god we pray we study the word where when we study the word of god hope arises faith arises Fear is defeated because we know who holds our life at the end of everything. We know that we are only temporarily in this earth. We are not here for good. We all know that sooner or later death is gonna be a part of each one of us' life. None of us is free from is freed from this journey. Call life from death we all have to one point or another face death and after the death we have a, a life after that where we're gonna have eternity and it depends where you're gonna spend your eternity in heaven or in hell it depends on how you live your life but we know that this is not the end and it's important to know where we stand to know our identity in christ to know who we are in christ so that we may walk this walk this um life this journey as christians which is not easy with uh, in in faith in hope in trusting in god so the key word from us not to be troubled is to have faith in god is to fully trust in him is to fully believe in him to know that he holds our life in the palm of his hands so we continue and if you continue going to i'm just going to be touching on some points because i cannot read the whole chapter and then he says you know me if you see me, you've seen the Father. So in other words, if you know Christ, we know the Father because we know the Father's heart. He said, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. So the things that Jesus did, he continues saying that he did not do it on his own authority. He says, the words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing these things. So in other words, what is Christ trying to tell us that? We see people doing miracles, healing, uh, prophet, prophetic, giving prophetic words, speaking in tongues. All these things that people do, it is not because they have the power to do it. It is because the Father has poured down His Spirit upon them for them to do this work. Even Jesus Himself, who was the Son of God, said that He is not the one who does these things, but it is the Father who does the things and the works in Him because He has given Him authority. He has given Him the power. So, Us as Christians that we are living now on this earth when we see this thing we should understand it is not a man-made thing it is not by the power of man that they do this kind of um, that this kind of things take place for example people are prayed for and they're healed they get their eyesight they're healed from sicknesses like cancer they're healed from so many things or people speak in tongues or people give prophetic word it is by the power it is by the Spirit of the Most High God that these people that are doing these works are doing it not because they have the power not because they can do it no because the Spirit of God is upon them and it's also important to understand that it's not every spirit that is of God that's why the Bible says test every spirit you know and how do you know that by by studying the Word of God that is why it's important for us to study the Word of God and now we are gonna go to our topic and our topic today it is, is called in his name and that's where uh, we're going to start reading from we're reading from John chapter 14 verse 13 and 14 and it says and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the father may be glorified in the son you may ask me of anything in my name and I will do it I will repeat John 14 13 and 14 and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the father may be glorified in the son you may ask me of anything in my name and i will do it that is our verse for today and our topic for today is in his name this is very interesting you know because this is a scripture that has brought so much confusion in the body of christ and post probably ask why has it brought confusion how can the word of god bring confusion and i will tell you why because people want to use this scripture this main scripture to preconceive their own ideas this is a verse that people use to name or proclaim positive confessions you know all these um there's so many the so-called um positive uh, or uh, uh, prosperity teachers that always say if you confess if you declare it shall be done but there's a difference they don't tell you that you have to conf- you have to confess the word of God and it's not what you want to confess that it's gonna take place but it is what the father says because the bible says we pray according to the father's will so all these prosperity doctrines and teachers support what they want to believe or what they want you to believe but that's not what this scripture is talking about many of us read the bible without a careful thought of the context and we seized by some word. Like for example, in this scripture it says anything. So that is the first thing that most people will catch and say, Oh, I can ask anything. Anything. So it doesn't matter what it is I want to ask. You know, they will think like, oh, this is just like a genie in the bottle. You know, where they used to have the genie, you'd rub the genie and the genie will come and you say, make your three wishes, whatever it is that you ask it happen. But that's not the case. This is not the case, what the Bible is talking about. This is not the case that Jesus spoke about. It reminds us of the scripture in James chapter 4, verse 3, that says, When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with the wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your own pleasures. And this is what most people confuse. They think anything, so they ask whatever they want. Some will say, oh, I thought uh, praying in his name, meant praying for the things that I want I want a big house I want a car I want um, call it name me whatever you want there's so many things that people want some would say where we they want to accomplish um, things that they have all been thinking or dreaming of or some would think that to pray in the in the name of Jesus is to prevent certain things or from happening or to attain things that they want but that's not the case that is not what jesus was saying this is not what we are told in this scripture it's it, this is not what it means and you would ask what then does it mean to pray? and i will tell you to pray in jesus name is to stand as representative on earth in jesus place we we are the church you and me we the people think the church is the building no You and me as individuals are the church. We are the body of Christ. We are the bride and he is the groom. And as he said in his name, it is not about us asking for our selfish uh, desires. No, we are to stand in his as as representative, as disciples, as children of God on earth in Jesus' place. We have to stand in his place and ask on his behalf. We have... We have to face the cross. It means facing the cross. It means facing the end. It means doing his will, seeking the father's will. Because he said in the scripture, it says, so that the father may be glorified in the son. You see, it's not about us. It's not about what we want. It's not about us getting, oh, you have this, you have a kind. No, it is for the father to be glorified at the end of the day, just like Jesus was doing the things he did. What did he do? It's, it was for us to have an, an, an understanding and knowledge of who God is. The works he did, he did it so that God could be glorified. So that we could come to the knowledge of this higher power. Of this sovereign and mighty God that can do the things he did. It is not because we have to be glorified. No, it is for the Father to be glorified. So we are to stand and represent Jesus on earth to do his work, to seek the Father, that he might be glorified. So in other words, it means that we as Christians, we as children of God, we are to accept the process of God. This is why it's often seen as though when we are praying, as though it takes long, as though God is waiting and and it seems like he's not going to answer us and it seems like our prayer are answered in the last moment, but that's not the case. You know, this this shows us that that's why we do we, we we are in a process, you know. Whenever we pray, it's a process, it's a process. We have to wait until the very last moment for our for our prayers to be answered. That's why he doesn't stop the process long before the heartache and the pain come, but he allows us to even go to the point of death, and just like Jesus, He went through the process until this point, He got He was seeing the process, He was seeing His death ahead of Him. And that's how sometimes it is with us when we pray. Where we, He, the, the, the process will take time, we will pray for something, but it doesn't mean just because we ask in His name, just because we ask some things, we can dictate to go we can stop things, we can, we can uh, influence things. No. We don't have that power that's not the point it reminds me of the scripture where jesus it's gonna come where he was the day before he was crucified he went to the garden of gethsemane where he prayed he said father if it be your will take this cup away from me but not my will but your will be done so you see it is not about us Even him as the son of God who had the power and the authority. He was humble enough to say, Lord, Father, not my will, but your will be done. So it shows us when we pray, prayer, when we pray in Jesus' name means that we consent to the process. And that we are aware that prayer does not always prevent things from happening. We realize that praying is in in His name. It's not praying for our desires or what we want. But it's praying the Father's will. And prayer is a commitment. It's not dictating to God. But it's a humble, heartfelt express of our attitude. Of depending and needing God. And what He was trying to tell them is that I am leaving. I am going. And you people have to continue from where I stopped. And as you do my work, and as you do my will, and as you continue from where I stop, anything you ask of me in my name, I will do it. For you. The Father may be glorified. So, what are we learning from these scriptures? We pray his will some people say what is the will of god how do i know his will how do i know what god wants you know it when you take the word of god when you take this bible and you spend time and you sacrifice your time from netflix and you sacrifice your time from instagram and you sacrifice the time for movies and say god i want to know your will i want to know your plan and purpose for my life and you read the word of god and you study the word of god And you ask the Holy Spirit to bring understanding and interpretation. And he will give it to you. And through that, you will come to know the Father's will. And when you know the Father's will, and you pray according to his will, he will do it so that his name may be glorified. So saints of God, let us always remind ourselves, whenever we approach the throne of grace, we should not come with selfish desires, and, and ambitions but we should come humbly before the throne of God and make our request be known unto him according to his will not to what we want and we should remember sometimes as we see the things we cannot stop by praying that things that are just predestined to happen just like Jesus he knew all along that this day was gonna come when he's gonna be crucified and he shows us by example that he did not say, God, take this away. God, stop this. You know, there's some situations we face that we cannot. We just want God to take it away. But it's not about that. If he had stopped Jesus from being crucified, if Jesus had said, God, I don't want to be crucified again. I, I, Father, stop it. We won't be here where we are. We won't be in this time and grace and season of life and that's the same thing with us. sometimes we have to go through the pain sometimes we have to go through the heartache sometimes we have to go through the process even to death like jesus went even to death for so the resurrection power to be alive if he had not gone to the cross the resurrection power would not have been alive we will not be in grace so and we see that he did not stop the father from doing his will but he accepted the father's will he accepted the trials and the pain and the agony up to death and he said father not my will but your will in the times where we will face things that are just not to comprehend or to understand and we will be thinking god where are you what is happening but we always have to remind ourselves not our we his will and at the end of it whatever it is that we are facing we will come back to sit back and realize there was something that had to happen for something to, something had to die for something to resurrect for something to be birthed you understand so it's not every time we're gonna have our prayers um, answered according to our our desires he says he 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 delights in our desires yes but at the end of the day he knows what's best for us he knows what's good for us and he holds everything in his hands so we have to always ask father what is your will what do you want me to do what do you want me to say which way should i go how do i deal with this situation how do i deal in this marriage How do I deal with this child? Maybe the child is sick. Maybe the child is doing stuff that are not right. We don't have always the answers, but the Father has the answers. And we know His answers when we take time to read and study His Word. When we have that quiet moment where we just come to the Lord with humbleness and full surrender and full uh, dependence on Him, knowing that He is the author and finisher of our faith and of everything okay saints of god so be blessed by this word we're gonna continue tomorrow through the same scripture the same chapter we read today john 14 verse 13 and 14 so we'll be continuing tomorrow let's see what the father has to tell us and i would like to finish with a prayer heavenly father we thank you for your word we thank you for giving us this opportunity to study your word and to know you lord and we ask lord Not our will, but your will be done in our lives. Help us to seek your face. Help us to do your will. Help us to wait on you. Even what we do not understand. Give us that mindset that is fixed on you. Knowing that you hold everything in your hand. That you have a perfect plan for us. You have a purpose. And everything that we have is in your hand. Lord, we ask. Your will be done in our lives as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.